0: You're tuned in to the Thinking Loud Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons.
1: Merry Christmas, wherever you are listening to this podcast on this week, whether you're in this country or anywhere around the world, we want to say Merry Christmas to you. We've got a great show in store for you. We're going to be talking about three important topics during this episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're going to be talking in our first segment about cannabis and the church, cannabis and the church. Uh, Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryan has made some interesting comments about cannabis and his ideas for his church in New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. In the second segment, we're going to be talking about mental health and suicide, mental health and suicide, particularly during this holiday season. Rounding out the three topics for this Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be talking about some of the worst gifts that you can give and receive during this holiday season.
0: It's top
1: for Thinking radio show, of the Week. God doesn't love one more than the other. He doesn't care for someone more than another, but he loves us all equally. And When he decided to give us a gift, he gave us the very best gift he could ever give. He gave us himself. His gifts do not come with strings attached, His gifts do not come with preconditions, but God gave of himself to everyone in the same way so that we all could benefit from his magnificent gift of love. And the magnificence of God's love is that it's given even when his love isn't reciprocated. He loves us even when we don't love him. He loves us even when we don't care about him. He loves us past our imperfections. He loves us past our mistakes he loves us in spite of ourselves he loves us more than we will ever know and this is why god's love
0: is indeed the greatest gift of all a new episode of the thinking out loud radio show podcast starts now now
1: And welcome to the Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Guys, we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, wherever you are listening to This podcast on this week, whether you're in this country or anywhere around the world, we want to say Merry Christmas to you thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend it with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, we've got a great show in store for you. We're going to be talking about three important topics during this episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're going to be talking in our first segment about cannabis and the church. Cannabis and the church. Uh, Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryan has made some interesting comments about cannabis and his ideas for his Church and New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. we want to share those thoughts with you and see what you think about it in the first segment of this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And in the second segment, we're going to be talking about mental health and suicide, mental health, and suicide, particularly during this holiday season. Uh, We're going to be doing that in the second segment. And rounding out the three topics for this Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be talking about some of the worst gifts that you can give and receive (laughs) during this holiday season so again guys we've got a great show in store for you and on top of that guys we have a dynamic and powerful thought of the week entitled the greatest gift of all During this holiday season, we will be giving and even receiving some gifts, some expensive, some not so expensive. But I guarantee you the gift that God has given us is a gift that is the absolute greatest gift of all. And we're going to be talking about it in this episode's thought of the week. And it's a thought I can't wait to share with you. Again, we thank you for tuning in to this week's Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. The last episode that we did we talked about a number of different things, including the Senate runoff with Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican candidate Herschel Walker. We all know the update uh, from there is Senator Raphael Warnock was successful in his bid for re-election. And we are so very excited that the state of Georgia has lined up behind this great man and giving him six years now as the new senator from the state of Georgia representing uh, the Peach State in uh, the U.S. Senate. And uh, just wanted to share a quick excerpt of his amazing speech given on election night back in, on December the 6th. Take a
2: it, it is my honor to utter the four most powerful words Ever spoken in a democracy? The people have spoken. I often say that a vote is a kind of prayer for the world we desire for ourselves and for our children. Voting is faith put into action. And Georgia, you have been praying with your lips and your legs. With with your hands and your feet, your heads and your hearts. You have put in hard work and here we are standing together. I want to say thank you and I want to say I want to say thank you to my mother who is here tonight You'll we'll see her in a little while but she grew up in the 1950s in Waycross, Georgia, picking somebody else's cotton and somebody else's tobacco. But tonight she helped pick her youngest son to be a United States senator.
1: Congratulations again to U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock for winning his bid for re-election. We all know you're going to do an amazing job. Again, we thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, I know you guys have some amazing uh, Christmas holiday memories like I do. Uh, Christmas is a great time of year. Uh, I say enjoy it with your family. Take time to enjoy one another. Um, Spend time playing games, fellowshipping, uh, enjoying this time that you have together uh, because you can't get this time back. And there's no better time than the present to enjoy it. So guys, we're getting ready to take a break, but when we come back, we're jumping into our first segment talking about cannabis and the church and Pastor Jabal Harris's comments. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show. We'll be right back.
3: What is up beautiful people It's your girl Lex Devine in the building Kicking it with yours truly Michael Nimmons on the Thinking Out Loud Radio and TV show Alright y'all stay tuned
0: Author and professor Dr. Panil Joseph
4: You don't have to be Team Malcolm or Team Martin I think you should be both You know so I think the black community Needs both I think that King is much more revolutionary and radical than the public perceives him to be. And I think Malcolm is, is a much more um, brilliant and and, and um, courageous individual who can be radically pragmatic and revolutionarily pragmatic to save black lives while trying to defeat white supremacy than people give him credit for. So um, that's why I try to show Malcolm is absolutely this pro- prosecuting attorney, but he's also a black America statesman too, He's going to the Middle East, he's going to Africa, Um, he's schooling the young Cassius Clay, before he's Muhammad Ali, on what Africa means, you know, what his identity means. So I think I put them together because I thought there was much more convergence than divergence, and I think when you frame them the other way, you hurt um, understanding of the movement. We bring you the best minds who
0: deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
3: Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift Stop by the new michaelnymanz.com. It is sure to be a thought-provoking experience.
1: Don't, don't 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 touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back.
3: How are you leading in, like how are you leading this effort to try to change the narrative or are you just saying you know what this is what I'm gonna do and help my help the people that are in my congregation how are you making sure that more people think like this or at least have this type of conversation so that they can try to change their thought process yes yeah,
5: because I'm mindful that I'm not after Christians I'm after people who don't go to church. Churches are just recycling people from other churches. That's not who I'm after. I'm looking for people that smell like weed. I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm at their place, Rashawn. Sure. Is no, no, really. Is uh, New Birth is the largest land-owning black church in America. Uh, and so my position to my deacons is, why aren't we not raising cannabis? It's the ecosystem uh, the, the, this is the kind of conversation so if the guy black boy in bankhead said they want weed at the church where do i join yes i don't need no pamphlet for him yeah. <laughs> right right yeah. he coming in he coming in that, that's the group that i'm going after yeah. that's different yeah you're different but you've been different from the beginning i think that's why god but Christianity, Rashaun, is supposed to be different. We, we have made Christianity politically correct. Uh, that it is a puritanical gospel that is reminding of us of the 13 original colonies. We're back out on the road, singing out of a folder. We sit down at the appropriate time. We got to be out in time for brunch. But everything else has no real boundaries around it family I'm at Morehouse. If the game goes into overtime, we know it's a good game. Shh. banging Yeah. Yeah. If the service go overtime, we looking at our wife. Another song. Right. <laughs> and you only saying you only saying it because the service ain't good. Ooh. Yes.
1: Welcome back to the Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show And as we said before the break We're going to be talking about a number of different topics In this Christmas week edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show And we're kicking off uh, this week's segment Talking about Pastor Jamal Harrison Bryant wants to use cannabis business to bring black men to his church. That's right, guys. You heard it right. According to an Atlanta News First uh, News outlet article, uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant wants to use cannabis business to bring black men to his church. Um, The pastor of New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta is going viral again for an interesting idea on how to get black men to smoke weed, who smoke weed rather, interested in his church. During an interview with uh, the Cool Soror podcast with Rashawn Ali, Pastor Jamal Bryan proposed his church help black males to work legally in the cannabis industry. Woo! That's right, guys. You heard it correctly. During an interview with the Cool Sorrow podcast with Rashawn Ali, Pastor Jamal Bryan proposed that his church help black males to work legally in the cannabis industry. Uh, you might uh, you might know that uh, marijuana or cannabis is legal in most uh, U.S. states uh, currently. Uh, And uh, and so there are um, cannabis uh, shops uh, and businesses just about on every corner of the urban communities uh, in urban America. And now uh, Pastor Bryant is saying that we should uh, the church uh, should um, capitalize on uh, the legalization of marijuana and bring it into. Uh, its doors within its doors Um, do you agree or disagree with this this uh, interview has gone viral uh, as the article has said it happened about a week and a half ago and this is our first opportunity to basically chime in and share our thoughts about uh about this do you think this is a good idea or a bad idea I have the article up on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud HQ thinking out loud HQ according to the Atlanta first article Brian told all uh, told Ali that black churches need to get into the 21st century and he believes launching a cannabis business will help drive membership into his church and entrepreneurship and In the black community he said and I quote I'm mindful that I'm not after Christians I'm after people who don't go to church Brian added churches are just recycling people from other churches I'm looking for people who smell like weed well, um, let's, let's let's unpack uh, this this interview. Let's unpack this idea uh, that um, Pastor Brian has um, uh, proposed to uh, the church at large. I uh, I think that it's a bad idea. Like uh, many of you who are listening and who have heard uh, this interview. Uh, this, again, has been circulated across social media, so I'm not the first one to talk about it. I'm, and I'm sure I won't be the last one to talk about it, but I, I, um, I disagree with uh, Pastor Brian. I don't believe that this is a good idea. Uh, the scripture that comes to mind when it comes to soul winning, uh, Jesus said, If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. He gives the church a clear formula on how to win souls for the kingdom. And that is keeping him at the center of your ministerial strategy. When you keep him at the center and the focal point, um, soul winning becomes fairly easy because you are lifting him up and then he will draw all men unto him. Uh, himself. in um, and this in and, and, and this proposition from Dr. Bryant, uh, he changes the focus from the Messiah to marijuana. He see changes the, the focus and the focal point from Christ to cannabis. And therein lies the problem. I'm sure you've heard this said before that the methods can change as long as the message stays the same. You've heard this before, and I've used this before as a former youth pastor of my uh, of my church, Greater Grace Temple, in Detroit, Michigan. The methods can change as long as the message stays the same. And yes, the methods can change because uh, what soul winning was 30 years ago. It has changed over time because people have changed and and because people have changed the way in winning souls, the methods and the way in which you win souls. Can and should change according to the times and what the times might dictate as long as the message stays the same. But in this particular case, according to Dr. Brian's proposition, Christ is no longer the focal point, cannabis is the focal point, and that is a problem. Uh, The church then becomes. A business rather than a spiritual institution for uh, uh, for the uh, cultivation and the resurrection of uh, humankind, and that is a problem. You know, the the focal point has changed from Christ to cannabis. It's changed from the Messiah to marijuana and um and 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 therein uh, uh, lies the problem i do want to backtrack to something he said about the church is recycling people from other churches and there may be some truth to that because uh, you know especially in this covid uh covid um Era that we are in, you know, we've seen uh, some of our congregations um, uh, begin to shift and change because of uh, various factors, various things that might be happening in their particular congregations or whatnot. People might be moving and migrating to other churches. Uh, and this happens all of the time. So, yes, churches do recycle people. Uh, but he is after. The unchurched And and yes that's who we should be after The unchurched Those who have never been to church Those who don't know anything about church Those people who Smell like weed There's nothing wrong with attracting Those types of individuals But when you make cannabis The focal point of Your mission statement Then it changes the church's Mission statement from the From again The Messiah or Christ to cannabis uh, and to marijuana and that is a vice that the world uses uh, to uh, intoxicate themselves and you don't want to use the same uh, device or same um, mm-hmm. the same thing the world is using to intoxicate themselves to attract them to the place uh, to your uh, to a place of worship uh, because weed has no place in the church. Cannabis has no place In the church Uh, The cultivation of it has no place In the church that does not mean That uh, weed smokers And and alcoholics And prostitutes and drug addicts Are not welcome in the church It's a place For for Rehabilitation It's a place for restoration It's a place for resurrection Uh, But it's not a place Where these uh, particular vices are to be celebrated or to be cultivated. And that's what uh, it appears to be the proposition coming from Dr. Jamal Bryant. Um, There have been people that have been chiming in about uh, his comments on this particular podcast, including some pastors. I want to share with you some interesting comments from a prominent pastor about D- Dr. Bryant's recent comments. Take a listen. Um,
6: everybody's talking about uh, Jamal Bryant uh, and um, his saying that uh, Newbirth should take some of its vast land and use it to grow among all crops Grow cannabis, marijuana, Um, (laughs) you know, now I'm going to tell you something, I'll tell you something I'm holding out for, I'm holding out for this, and maybe it's just wish for thinking on my part, I'm holding out for this to be revealed as a joke. because I'm thinking, Brother Joshua, no preacher could be serious. No, no preacher could suggest such. And with all due respect to my brothers and sisters of the lighter hue, no black preacher would suggest that his church use this land. Not, not, not to plant corn, you know, okra green beans, collard greens, praise Lord. tomatoes, all that, but marijuana. I'm holding out that this is like that Babylon Bee thing. I'm, I'm hoping that that is what this is. Because if it is not, Then I believe what we're witnessing is what happens to a man when God turns that man over to himself. And God turns that man over to a reprobate mind, As he said he would do in the book of Romans. The worst thing that God can do to you or me is to turn us over to ourselves. For that means the Holy Spirit will no longer tug at your heart. The Holy Spirit will no longer bring any conviction. You won't see what's wrong with what you're saying. And that means you've been dedicated to destruction. Let me make it plainer, means you're going to hell. Because the only way we repent is because the Spirit of God convicts us. Amen. You got saved and I got saved because the Holy Spirit tugged at our heart. We respond to the tugging of the Holy Spirit at our hearts. The Bible teaches that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. But God promised that if you, he says because they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind a mind devoid of moral judgments to do those things that are...
1: So there you have it. These are comments coming from uh, Bishop Patrick Wooden who is saying, you know, in essence, that he he hopes that these comments from Dr. Bryant are uh, pretty much a joke. That he is, he, that there is a punchline coming. That there's a gotcha coming, or there's a I was just kidding coming uh, from him. Because if he is indeed serious about this, uh, Bishop Wooden is saying that this could be an example of God turning uh, turning someone over to themselves. Or turning their mind over to the, uh, Turning them over to a reprobate mind Uh, I don't believe that that is the case uh, For Dr. Bryan I still believe that he is a um, Valuable uh, uh, Valuable source in the kingdom He is an influencer He has a powerful voice in Christianity uh, And I don't believe that that is the case Necessarily uh, But I do believe that these statements are problematic. I do believe that there is a problem with the church uh, becoming a uh, supporter of cannabis, and 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 in not only being a supporter of it, but being a proponent of it. That that of becoming a source of it, that people can come to your church. And get cannabis or marijuana. I don't believe that that is um, that is what God would have for his place of worship. Um, And and, um, you know, I I just don't agree with that. Uh, But I do know that again going back to my earlier statements that um the methods of soul winning can change as long as the message stays the same and as i said i speak as a former youth pastor someone who uh came from a or comes from a church that thinks outside of the box when it comes to winning souls uh we we we've done things in the community when it comes to soul winning uh back to school festivals uh Carnivals. Um, um, uh, we've we've had um, concerts in the park, and uh, we've had uh, 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 all kinds of different community events. To attract people to the church, but again, the message of Jesus Christ remains the same, uh, and and um, our message is not is never compromised because of the kinds of people that we want to attract, and um, and so uh, we're very clear on what our message is and who we are when we are uh, representing the kingdom and that's the way that it should be as a youth pastor we partner with other organizations in fact we had uh, 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 we had Pep rallies at the uh, the Palace of Auburn Hills with the Detroit Pistons, and we brought in artists, uh, Christian and gospel artists uh, for our young people. But they also enjoy uh, the secular activities of a uh, of a basketball game, and uh, they enjoy the ambiance of that environment. But our message of Jesus Christ. Never changed And then we had illustrated sermons And our, our pastor does Illustrated sermons Bishop Charles Ellis Thinks outside of The box when it comes to Soul winning and that is what uh, Soul winning is And should always be About going back to that scripture If I be lifted up I will draw all men Unto me God puts the Onus on himself he Will draw all men unto Unto himself, and he also put uh, put the scripture out there. One planteth, um, one watereth, and I and the other, and I will give the increase. So, um, the 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 responsibility is on us. uh, water and or to plant into water but God will indeed give the increase so the formula of soul winning always begins and ends with Jesus Christ it has to but whenever we incorporate or whenever we change the focus from Christ we have a problem and that is uh, where we are Uh, with this particular, with these particular comments. Um, And and, and recently, Pastor Bryant responded to uh, Bishop Wooden's remarks uh, regarding his earlier comments about cannabis. Take a listen.
7: Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Saturday, uh, December 17th. We're live at New Birth. We're giving out uh, groceries to uh, the community, uh, to the body of Christ, and I wanted you all to see uh, what it is that we're doing uh, and how it is that uh, we're making a difference and uh, making an impact. It is uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, and uh, good morning. Honored to have you this morning, Uh, It's 10 in the morning, and uh, people have uh, been out here literally uh, for hours uh, waiting uh, uh, for groceries. If we pull to the other side to the uh, garden, just want you all to see the lines of people in our community who are uh, dealing uh, with food insecurity. And uh, also for you all to see these lines uh, ahead of me. Uh, There's been a great uh, question on into... Yeah, what is it? Huh? Okay. Also, I wanted you all to see, uh, uh, the garden of Eden. Let me get out here and then you can pull me up.
5: All right.
7: I wanted you all to see that, uh, amongst our, uh, acreage, uh, that we are already, uh, doing the work, uh, infused and contesting the Garden of Eden. And in that, you'll see that uh, we're growing uh, turnip greens, uh, squash, cucumbers, uh, tomato, uh, lettuce, and uh, we're grateful to be a blessing. I want you all to see, uh, in essence, uh, how it is that we are uh, impacting uh, metropolitan doing the best that they can to feed their family and to uh, sustain their families. Uh, while many of you are go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere, uh, that New Birth is uh, giving out cabbage,
1: not cannabis, and giving out cabbage. What's interesting about Pastor Brian's uh, rebuttal or response to uh, Bishop Wooden's remarks is he never directly mentioned Bishop Wooden uh, in his comments, nor did he uh, nor did he talk about uh, the cannabis comments, nor did he double down on those comments. He basically just showed uh, the viewing public uh, what his church was doing for the holidays for those who are in need, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, his his New Birth Missionary Baptist Church is giving away groceries and giving away toys to those that are in need, and 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 they have done so and are continuing to do so uh, in the in this holiday season. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, none of us have a problem with that. And then he ended uh, his comments by saying, "We're not giving away ca- cannabis. We're giving away cabbage, or uh, uh, cabbage, not cannabis." And 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 so yeah, we're. I'm absolutely fine. I'm sure you are as well. Fine with uh, the church. Um, and that acreage becoming a farm of some kind where, you know, uh, the congregation can uh, help to cultivate the land and, 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 um, and, and grow vegetables and fruits and other um, resources for the community. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to cannabis, when it comes to marijuana, it has no place in the church. That's my thoughts about that, guys. Again, I think that Pastor Brian is still a um, powerful man of God. He's a great influencer, someone that has a powerful voice in the Christian church, in the community. And uh, I I don't believe that um, this is what is happening as it relates to him um, being turned over to a reprobate mind. Uh, But at the same time, and the same, in um, the same uh, breath, I'm also saying that um, I don't believe that marijuana or cannabis has a place in the church guys I'd love to know what your thoughts are about this Uh, you can go to our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud HQ leave your comments in the article section there uh, regarding this we'd love to know what your thoughts are who knows we might share them on the air guys we're getting ready to take a break but when we come back we're talking about DJ Twitch a young man who recently passed and why? You don't want to go anywhere. you tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. you tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it
8: locked. <laughs>
0: is one. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Emmy Award winning journalist Jimmy Hill have to
8: ask ourselves, how is it that we're trying to allegedly reach racial harmony, but we want to have celebrations of racist things all the time? Again, we can't have unity unless we agree that something's bad. And we sound even more foolish by saying... Oh no, but we changed the meaning. Okay, they could say the same thing in Germany about a lot of things, but you don't see it because they knew in order for real healing to take place, they had to disavow all that stuff, which is why they paid reparations to the descendants of the Jews that were killed and armed. That's why they did it. Apologies don't work unless you put some level of action behind it. my really long winded way Of saying that when I think about the national anthem, it doesn't represent everybody. Mark Cuban knew it. He talked about it. That's why they stopped doing it. And you know what? They didn't do it for 13 games and no one noticed.
0: We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
1: Don't, 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 touch that dial. It's the thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right
5: back. Steven Twitch boss danced his way into the hearts of so many, and those hearts are forever broken with his tragic passing. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight. It
9: still doesn't seem real. No, it just does It just does not seem no. real. Twitch's death resulting in an outpouring of love and reigniting conversations about mental health. This, as family and friends try to make sense of life, Without
5: It's such a painful reminder that you never, ever know what people are going to you hey, Listen, I think people have to just stop assuming that when you see people on television that they're okay, especially with the dancing. I mean, dancing is such a symbol of freedom
4: and happiness and, and joy. I, like the rest of the world, I'm shocked by the death of Stephen Boss, Twitch.
8: He was obviously suffering with mental health issues, and it's a big, big, big problem in the United States.
9: E.T. has learned Twitch's autopsy occurred yesterday. The medical examiner's office has confirmed that the 40-year-old died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. His body was discovered here at this Encino motel less than a mile from where Twitch lived with his wife Allison and their three children. That's where his family has come together to grieve. Both Twitch's mom and Allison's were spotted yesterday outside the home. Twitch's former co-star Channing Tatum shared his heartbreak, posting this pic from the set of Magic Mike XXL and writing, I have no words, there aren't any. My head or heart cannot understand this. Channing told me he was in awe
3: of Twitch's moves.
4: Yeah, unreal when he dances. Like I, I, My mouth is just on the floor like the whole time. He's gonna, he's gonna blow people's mind in this movie. He's like Neo inside the matrix, inside the song. It's, it's pretty extraordinary.
9: This morning, Ellen posted a tribute clip from the second to last day of her show.
2: Something about I'll always remember is that you gave me a place where I could just be myself. You know what I mean?
9: And speaking of Ellen, Rosie O'Donnell was candid, shutting down false conspiracy theories that
8: point fingers at Ellen and even the Illuminati. This is There's no like Hollywood cabal that's out killing people and why the hell would they? What could he possibly have seen or known at the Ellen Show. but that she was not nice to her staff? Everyone knows that. Also
9: getting real, Tyler Perry, who opened up about his own past suicide attempts.
0: I'm a living witness. You can make it through it. And I'm so glad that that my attempts didn't work. Rest in peace with
1: Guys, we are back on the Christmas edition of Thinking Out Loud radio show. We want to thank you for tuning in to this week's edition and wishing everyone again a merry, merry Christmas. We hope you have a merry Christmas wherever you are listening, whether it's in this country or whether it is wherever you're listening around the world. We just want to thank you for taking time out of your day to spend it with us on this Christmas holiday. As we said before the break, guys, we were talking about uh, Jamal Harrison Bryan's recent comments about cannabis and the church and how he wants to start a cannabis business at New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. And should that, is is cannabis, should cannabis be a part of the church? And of course, we don't agree with those statements. Uh, Again, we have the article on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud. HQ, you're more than welcome to check it out. Leave your comments there, and we might share them on the air. Well, guys, we're going to be transitioning into a new topic in this uh, in this segment. As you heard uh, heard uh, in the opening segment, we're talking about um, DJ Twitch. Uh, he is uh, his name is Stephen Boss, the former DJ for uh, uh, talk show host Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, according to People Magazine, uh, DJ Twitch uh, committed suicide uh, on December the fourteenth, and uh, Ellen DeGeneres tears up while honoring Steve. Even Twitch boss will never make sense of it. According to this article, Ellen DeGeneres is urging her fans to honor the late Steven Twitch boss this holiday season after his death at age 40 on Friday. DeGeneres 64 shared a teary video to Instagram in which she admitted that the past 11 days have been really tough for everyone in the wake of boss's death she goes on to say everyone is in pain and trying to make sense of it and will never make sense of it the comedian spoke into her front facing camera the holidays are hard I think anyone I think rather anyway but to honor Twitch I think the best thing that we can do is to laugh hug each other play games and dance and sing that's the way we honor him is, is we do the things that he loved to do which is dancing And so uh, in this segment, we wanted to take some time to pay tribute to uh, this young man, DJ Twitch, uh, former DJ for talk show host Ellen DeGeneres. But on the larger, um, the, uh, we wanted to speak to the larger theme of suicide as well. Uh, this season, of course, uh, is you know a, a very difficult time for a lot of people. We already know that uh, the holiday seasons period uh, is a difficult time, even though it is a time for family. It's a time for fun, of course. But every every family is different. Every uh, this is a time where people have lost loved ones. Um, uh, during this this season and during this time It's a time where people are dealing with all kinds of mental issues and mental problems uh, So we cannot take uh, things for granted or take uh, people for granted During this time and during this season You're probably wondering why uh, are we even taking time to talk about something as serious as mental illness and suicide on the Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show but I think it's very important that we uh, spend some time talking about mental health and talking about mental illness because it is a real problem when it comes to DJ Twitch uh, there is no rhyme or reason uh, that, uh, uh, that has been given as to why he committed suicide Um, the events leading up to his death do not point to um, him being suicidal from everything that has been reported from his family Um, none of them have said that he looked depressed or um, he showed any signs of depression Uh, but again that is um, a great area of suicide that um, no one can really gauge because uh, there there have been people that have committed suicide that, um, you know, the days leading up to it, they have been they have appeared to be happy. They have appeared to be joyful and joyous. And uh, and so um, them taking their own lives came as a shock and a utter surprise to those that were closest to them. So um, you these matters uh, should be taken uh, very seriously because, again, mental health is is uh, very important and we highly recommend that uh you know during this time in this season that you be around family be around your relatives be around those that love you those that are closest to you so you can support one another so you can encourage one another and you can make one another feel uh feel the love that is generated nobody should be alone uh during this holiday season When you take a look at uh, the statistics surrounding suicides, according to uh, the AFSP.org website. Uh, suicide is the twelfth uh, leading cause of death in the United States. In 2020, there were 45,979 Americans that died by suicide. Uh, in 2020, there were an estimated 1.2 million uh, suicide attempts. That is a lot of individuals that have at least attempted suicide. Here some additional facts about suicide in the united states the age adjusted suicide uh rate in 2020 was uh 13.48 uh, per 100,000 individuals the rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men in 2020 men died by suicide almost four times more than women on average, there are 130 suicides per day. Can you believe that? I, that's, I just can't even imagine that. 130 suicides per day. White males accounted for more than 70 percent of suicide deaths in 2020. Uh, in 2020, firearms accounted for over 52, over 50 percent of all suicide deaths. These are some very staggering. Numbers, but they are very real when it comes to people um, taking their own lives. It just—it really speaks to um, the mental health crisis that exists in this country and even around the world these are just numbers and statistics for this country but suicide is a global problem Uh, depression knows no boundaries It, it knows mental illness knows no particular region or uh or state or uh community uh it exists everywhere there everywhere people exist and so we need to do our due diligence to make sure That uh, those around us, particularly our relatives, are uh, in good mental health. And how do we do that? I'm glad you asked. You know, we should be reaching out uh, to our relatives and even to our friends uh, periodically to find out how they're doing. Give them a call, especially around this time of year. uh, Because it's, again, a time of family, a time of friends and fellowship. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that people are in good mental health. Now, we did run across an article that indicates that um, the myth that suicides peak during the holidays could cause harm. According to US News and World Reports, um, many Americans believe that suicide rates spike every time the holiday season comes around. There's just one catch. It's not true. Uh, yeah, the new analysis reveals that 50% of stories published last year in U.S. news report or newspapers uh, touched on a potential connection between the holidays and suicide perpetuated the falsehood. Only 44% debunked the notion. And, um, and so I guess what this paper is suggesting or this news outlet is suggesting is that not only is um, the connection between suicides and the holidays not true, uh, but um, the uh, our news outlets are doing nothing to debunk uh, this falsehood. They're doing everything to perpetuate it. They're doing everything to uh, basically... Um, Put emphasis on it or highlight it, and uh, and that in and of itself is causing damage. So um, we are uh, we're not saying. That are not here to basically Make the connection between Suicides and the holidays But I will say That uh, the holidays Is usually a time for family Uh, It's usually a time Where families come together From uh, across the country Or even across the, the globe To celebrate And to enjoy one another's company But at the same time There's also a time Where families have lost loved ones And relatives have passed On uh, During the holidays and it makes it a very difficult time for some people, a difficult time for people uh, to enjoy the holidays because they have the memory of the loss of a loved one during the holiday season. So um, that's what we wanted to make mention of. John Donne was right. Uh, no man is an island entire of himself. Every man is a part of the continent, and a part of the main. If a man dies, it diminishes me, for I am involved with mankind. So never send to know for whom the man, for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Uh, very powerful, powerful statement from. Uh, noted poem, noted poet and uh, poet Lord uh, John Don uh, talking about the importance of humankind the importance of humanity and when one man dies the humanity is diminished um, that because of the absence of uh, that one uh, that one soul that one person that is no longer with us the Bible even talks In Luke the 15th chapter, the parable of the lost sheep, Jesus tells this parable of the lost sheep uh, and uh, to show that the kingdom of God is accessible to all, even those who were sinners or strayed from God's path. He uses the example of a shepherd uh, who has 100 sheep and one goes missing, and the shepherd leaves the 99 others. And searches high and low for that lost sheep. And the sheepfold is not complete until that that one sheep is restored uh, back to the fold. And that is how God looks at each and every one of us. We are all God's children. Uh, and you've heard the 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 uh, the, the little. Uh, nursery rhyme Jesus loves the little children all the little children of the world red and yellow black and white they are precious in his sight Jesus loves the little children of the world and yes that might be a little nursery rhyme that we might have learned in Sunday school but it is a true fact It's a truism of Christianity a Christianity that God loves each and every one of us And uh, that message should resonate, uh, especially during this time and during this season. The fact that his son came into the world uh, during this time. And gave his life for each and every one of us. There is no greater love that we can experience than the love of Jesus Christ. And that love should resonate uh, to those, especially uh, those of you who might be depressed during this time and during this season. We hope these words are penetrating you and uh, encouraging you uh, to look uh, to the heels in Psalms 121. That cometh your help, all of your help, cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. Uh, It is so very important that we know that today because, again, suicide is a misnomer that uh, your problems can be solved if you take your own life. But there is no greater falsehood than suicide uh, because it not it it does not eliminate your problems, but it only exacerbates your problems uh, because God is the only one that gives life and can take life away. Uh, The power of life and death is not in our hands, but it is in the hands of the Lord. And you and I must remember that each and every day our lives are not ours to take. Our lives have not have been given to us to give back to the Lord, um, and so when we take our lives, uh, we we do ourselves a major major disservice. Uh, so we're not encouraging that at all, uh, at all. We encourage you to hang in there, hold on, and uh, and most importantly, to give your life. To Christ because he's the only one that can make life better for you. If you or someone you know is considering suicide, please contact the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988 text Strength to the Crisis Text Line at 741741 or go to 988- Lifeline.org. Again, if you're someone you know is considering suicide, please contact the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988 and text Strength to the Crisis Text Line at 741741 or go to 988Lifeline.org. Ready to take another break when we come back? We're talking about the number one gift you don't want to give nor receive on Christmas Day. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael
7: Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Peace. The
0: Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.
1: Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told
0: you that you had no value? Who told you that you get were naked. you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com.
1: Like a victim when you are already victorious,
3: Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new MichaelNimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought provoking working experience.
0: Global advocate, Martin Luther King III.
1: So I, I think the future is is the, the best probably is yet to come, particularly coming out of this phase right now, coming out of, you know, the last four years of being dark and desolate. I mean, the last four years, theoretically, could cause, have caused people to to have lost faith, particularly if if Trump had won. I think we wouldn't have a democracy if this man had
0: been reelected. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
3: Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked.
4: The crypto collapse does not appear to be worrying one major celebrity, Former President Donald Trump, launching his own NFT collection, Trump fans will be able to collect limited edition Trump digital trading cards. And Trump being Trump, he shot a commercial for it. Listen.
6: These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles.
4: Cards will cost $99 and you can pay for it with a credit card or crypto. I apologize for the the laughter. This is not about politics that just appeared like a parody ad but it is real
3: it is real and i think that also speaks to maybe
9: where we are in crypto right now because when you take a look at the nft market more specifically it's fallen off a cliff i don't think that is the notion or really the sign for you to get back into the nft market if you were in fact in it donald trump I, he's not
3: selling me at least
4: that is the strangest it's timing strange. i have i mean listen that would probably sell maybe he's like trying to capitalize on cakes all... years ago but yeah that timing. Maybe all the, all the drama
9: around crypto. He's trying to drum up some of the, uh, the attention. You know, who
8: loves that. So, an interesting timing, though, to see.
1: Alright guys, we are back and we hope you are enjoying the Christmas week edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show uh, Again, I am excited to be sharing with you our thoughts on a number of different topics uh, We've already talked about uh, Jamal Harrison Bryant's comments on cannabis and the church in our first segment and then we talked in our last segment about the unfortunate and untimely death untimely death of DJ Twist, the former DJ for Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, he committed suicide Suicide a couple weeks ago And uh, we wanted to talk about his death As well as uh, Suicide and mental illness uh, And uh, especially during The holidays Both of these articles are on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page And we encourage you to go there And you can read them in its totality uh, Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud HQ Feel free to leave your comments there as well We're also going to post them on our uh, Instagram and Twitter accounts as well. You're more than welcome to post your comments on there and let us know what your thoughts are about uh, these, each of these two topics. Oh, or you can send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.com. Guys we would love to hear from you Again we hope you are enjoying your Christmas holiday uh, And this season uh, We're going to have a little fun during this segment And talk about uh, some of the worst gifts That people can give and receive on Christmas Day And right out the gate we're going to talk about The number one gift I'm sure That nobody wants to give nor receive On Christmas Day, and what that, what is that? What what, I mean, I (laughs) probably given it away already in the opening segment. You've heard, you heard the, the intro to this segment, and it is the Trump NFTs. That's right, guys. The Trump NFTs is the absolute worst gift that you can give or receive on this holiday season. Uh, they, they are the absolute worst The Trump NFTs tanking as hype dies The floor price down 70% The floor price for the former U.S. President's Polygon-based NFTs have dropped 74% since peaking on Saturday According to an article on Decrypt as of December 20, 2022 And uh, some might be asking, what are NFTs? And I'm glad you asked. Uh, NFTs are non-fungible tokens, which is an incredibly unhelpful definition if you're not familiar with fungibility or if you're not sure how tokens function. So here's a breakdown of it. So uh, non-fungible tokens, uh, let's start with non-fungible tokens. Um, fungibility is the ability of a good or a good or asset to be interchanged with other individual goods or assets of the same type. So uh, for example, the US dollar is a fungible asset. An example of a fungible exchange is if you give me four quarters and I give you back a dollar. We exchange something of value for something else of equal value. Um, so um, that is an example of a fungible, uh, a fungible exchange. A non-fungible asset is anything with unique properties whose value can increase or, de- or decrease. So if uh, I give you a. Um, give you something that I believe is valuable uh, or the market says is valuable today but then the market says it's, it has decreased in value after the exchange then that is a non fungible asset a car for example is a non fungible asset uh, for example a 2010 Honda Civic might have 100,000 miles on it on, and another might have 20 Thousand miles on it those two Cars are going to have very different Values even though They're the same make and Model Uh, so here is examples of what they're calling nfts and they coincide directly with the cryptocurrency that is circulating now or the virtual currency that you're hearing about uh so often that is being exchanged um uh just like uh money or can be used as currency um So according to this article, um, NFTs allow you to buy and sell ownership of a unique digital item and keep track of who owns them using the blockchain. An NFT can either be one of a kind or one copy of many, but the blockchain keeps track of who has ownership. Of the file. Now, when it comes to the NFTs that Donald Trump is peddling, uh, they are they are basically digital uh, digital cars that have been valued at ninety nine dollars. Now, who valued them at ninety nine dollars? I don't know. That might have been done by uh, by the market or based on his uh, marketability uh, when it comes to uh, his 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 uh, uh, when it comes to his value in the market uh, and 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 again I don't know how that is is determined but the fallacy behind this really is uh, he is uh, selling digital cards for $99 that he uh, he is he is he uh, he is trying to say in so many words that the value could increase over time. The longer you hold on to the cards, kind of like if you if you have a signed autograph of his or someone uh, of celebrity status, and you keep the vote, you keep the the item that's autographed or the souvenir or whatever you had signed or autographed or whatever memorabilia you might have, uh, it will increase in value over time. And what he's doing is putting his credibility out there or his name out there uh, that he believes, is valuable enough to, uh, increase over time. But what this article, uh, is, is, uh, indicating according to, uh, decrypt is that, uh, it's doing the exact opposite. Uh, it has had the opposite effect on, uh, on, uh, uh former president Donald Trump. In fact, uh, he is going, his, his, um, value is going down Um, is not increasing but it is in fact decreasing in value according to this article on Decrypt uh, the Trump NFTs are tanking and um, Donald Trump's first official NFT collection was the talk of the crypto world late last week Captivating Twitter and late-night TV in the process, but after prices and trading volume surged over the weekend, both metrics have fallen sharply as the hype around the disgraced former U.S. president's project is apparently fading. Uh, Trump digital trading cards, which are minted on Ethereum, a scaling network Polygon peaked on Saturday, December 17th with over $3.5 million worth of trading volume per data from CryptoSlam. Sales price rose even higher on Sunday with NFTs selling for an average of just over $68 a piece although the total value fell to nearly $1.95 million for the day. On Monday, however, day-over-day trading dropped 57% to about $836,000 worth of ETH with the average sale price falling to about $466. Today the cheapest available Trump NFT up for sale on leading marketplace OpenSea is listed at just uh, 0.21 ETH or about $255. Now, if you recall, just a couple weeks ago, Trump tweeted out that he had this big announcement that was going to be uh, monumental and extraordinary that we did not want to miss. And we wanted to know what it was and, you know, what was it going to be and whatnot. And, and this is ended up being the announcement that he has some NFT NFTs that he was going to be uh, selling um, basically digital uh, trading cards <laughs> that um, you, you talk about just basically you might as well call it counterfeit Counterfeit money—that's <laughs> all it was, uh, and and that's all it was going to amount to be. Uh, that that he was peddling, uh, and and if nothing else, he is a hustler. He knows just how to hustle his name, his likeness, and his image. And the and the joke of it all is that uh these digital trading cards uh you know that he wants people to buy for 99 dollars if someone just wanted to uh they could just screenshot the the trading card without even having without even uh you know buying them so i mean this this made absolutely no sense and And the nfts was nothing but a joke when it was released everybody was making fun of it in fact saturday night live did a skit about it here take a listen
7: hello this is donald trump hopefully your favorite president of all time better than lincoln better than washington frankly better than ezra
6: hopefully your favorite president of all time better than lincoln better than Washington, with an important announcement to make.
7: Trump cards are each $99. Seems like a lot, seems like a scam, and in many ways it is, but we love the Trump cards, we just love them. You can also get them for free by just going online and looking at them, maybe, I don't know, maybe taking a screenshot, but we'd really prefer it
4: if you sent the $99. I'm selling a new Christmas CD from my fiance, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Hey, babe, get that fine little butt out here. Woo! Woo! Look at that. Thank you. And I know you're going to love this Christmas album that I'm calling. Now, that's what no one calls music. I guarantee you'll sleep in heavenly peace! <laughs> <laughs>
6: Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Okay.
1: And so the disgraced president, uh, former president, has really become a laughing stock, and he doesn't even know that he is the brunt of all of these jokes. I don't, I don't even think he knows or even cares. That's that's the narcissist part, the narcissistic part about all of this. His personality is, and his ego is so large that he is completely disconnected from reality when it comes to any of this. You know, they could be talking about him right to his face but because of his narcissism he he takes it as a compliment he thinks they're complimenting him <laughs> But uh but that's just these are just one example of some of the worst gifts that people can get or even give on Christmas Day. So we wanna um we wanna talk about some of that some of those bad gifts uh in this week's uh edition of the the Thinking Out Loud uh radio show. So at number ten, number ten, the The worst gift, the number 10 worst gift that that people can give or get on Christmas Day is quote unquote, I'm the gift. That's right guys, when somebody says I'm the gift, uh, one of the worst offenses are people who shamelessly don't hide the fact that they didn't bother getting a gift at all. Instead, they come in smug as can be and state that they're the gift. Uh, no, you're not the gift. <laughs> that is the number ten worst gift that can that you can receive or even give on Christmas Day. So, what's number nine? Number nine anything exercise or diet related. What? (laughs) Yeah, according to this list, uh, think you're being thoughtful by getting someone workout equipment? Think again. Unless you're buying a gift for a fitness fanatic even then, it's still a bit risky. It's never a good idea to give anything exercise or diet related. Instead, instead of a thank you, you're more likely to get a "What are you trying to say?" reaction. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. That is that you know, giving somebody uh, some exercise equipment for uh, for the holidays or for Christmas is a uh, is throwing a whole lot of shade their way. <laughs> Like, what are you trying to say about that? You think I need to lose some weight? What, what, what are you trying to say? Why don't you just come out and say that? Well, this gift says it all. What's the number eight gift? I'm glad you asked. Photo frames. What? What? Photo frames is the number eight worst gift that you can get on Christmas Day. Okay, so we're not entirely against photo frames, but they have to be of sentimental value. If you have a photo that's meaningful and a classy frame around it, then we applaud you. But when it's just a tacky empty frame you bought from the twelve from the dollar store, then that's just plain laziness. And I agree with that one as well. You've gotten a, a photo... Uh, gotten a frame with uh, a generic photo in the in, in the in the middle they didn't even take the time to put a photo of you and 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 the giver of the gift in there that that, that might be might be memorable or symbolic of the uh, you know uh, of some in some way uh, that would have made the gift a little bit more special I think so that is The number eight worst gift that you can give or receive on Christmas Day. All right, number seven, number seven, anything novelty. Sure, it's probably incredibly funny and entertaining for the first couple of hours once you've opened the present. But every novelty gift quickly becomes an eyesore for the rest of the year. Really, how likely are you to use the the bum the bum uh, the bum bag with a man's hairy belly uh, printed on it, or a golf set designed to be played while you're doing your business on the ball? <laughs> or, I guess, what they're also trying to say, like you get a. Uh, you get a um, uh, 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 a singing Christmas elf, or uh, you know a, a singing Christmas Santa Claus. It's fun for that day, but then you know every day afterwards you know it's pretty it's gonna probably be stored in the closet somewhere until you bring it out for the next year uh so that's what they say anything novelty related so anything holiday related you might get if you get something on christmas for easter for example they get somebody give you some rabbit ears on christmas day (laughs) and that's their gift to you then yeah that that's a bad gift i think number six oh number six this is one that we've all gotten at one time or another socks socks and more socks yes everyone wears socks but we're pretty sure that everyone has enough socks as well even if they don't socks are just something that uh, that's best to buy for yourself considering they have to be the right size style and color Gift a pair that's too small or colorful, and they're pretty much rendered unwearable. And even and, and don't even get us started on festive socks or ones with cartoons on them. So yeah, socks it, I would say is a bad Christmas gift uh, unless that person uh, specifically asked for them. Now, if they ask for socks, then that's fine. You know, you've accommodated that request. But uh, but most people are not going to ask. Four socks. What is the number five worst gift that you can give or receive? Well, this is a good one right here. <laughs> Self help books. Yep, self help books. Almost like a subtle dig that there's something ma- uh, majorly problematic about us. Opening a present only to find a self help book is never enjoyable. <laughs> Intentional, passive aggressive gift or not, the book is probably going to end up as a doorstop or a monitor stand, not a total <laughs> lost stand. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, a self help book on Christmas is a bad gift idea you know uh, instead just tell the person you know that you uh, you have a problem with their cooking <laughs> if you give somebody <laughs> a cookbook for Christmas or you give somebody a um, uh, you know give you give somebody a you know uh, any kind of self help book period that you give them on Christmas is throwing a lot of shade at them just come out and tell them what, what problem you might have with them I think you'll get a little bit further along with them rather than giving them this self-help book on Christmas I I, 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 I agree with that one as well number four number four chocolates from brands no one's heard of chocolates are often the way to go when it comes to Christmas presents most of us love sugary festive treats But forgive us for expecting something from, uh, let's say, La Maison du, uh, du Chocolat or even good old Fiori Rocher over some dubious brand no one's ever heard of or seen in a supermarket. But yes... Let's break it open now and have a taste now, shall we? <laughs> Chocolates, yeah, that that could be a bad Christmas gift, I think. Uh, you know, because uh, you know people have a tendency to binge on chocolate, and if it's not a good brand, too that's uh that could say that you know that was a cheap that you know that was a cheap gift and and pretty thoughtless as well so yeah i think uh chocolates from brands no one's ever heard of is a is a a bad gift oh i'm not sure if i agree with this Well Well maybe I do Maybe I yeah, Well it depends Okay uh, Gift cards To places you never go to <laughs> That's number three Gift cards The places you never go to While gift cards Can be Practical gifts In many ways And I love gift cards In fact I think The gift card Is one of the greatest gifts That was ever created uh, You know Period uh, Who would turn down An iTunes coupon Or free meal uh, at um, a Michelin a Michelin starred restaurant, sometimes it's just obvious that not a lot of thought was put into the present. For instance, getting gift cards to cake shops when the when the gift tea is known to be on a diet or flower arrangement classes for someone who's allergic to pro uh, to pollen <laughs> might not might not exactly be a good idea. So yeah, I get that. You know, uh, if you if um, you get uh, a gift card to a restaurant that you don't particularly like, or uh, you get a gift card to, uh, you know, a store you don't particularly like or go to. Uh, yeah, that might not. That might be a bad gift card to give. But uh, uh, generally speaking, if you give someone a Visa gift card, then they, with money on it, they can use it however they feel. So that's why I think gift cards are, uh, you know, one of the best gifts that you could ever give or receive, really. Because the power is in the hands of uh, the gifter um, and the giftee, rather, the person that's getting the gift. They can determine what kind of gift they want to get for themselves. Uh, but yeah, I do agree. Gift cards to places you never go to is a bad gift idea. What is number two? Number two anything that's obviously a re gift. Note the word re gift. <laughs> And, and some of us, many of us, I should say, have done this before. We have re-gifted a gift that we've been given uh, that we didn't like. We gave it to somebody else. <laughs> let's admit it, guys. We've all done it. Regifting is a common practice, and it does help to reduce waste. But those who overtly proclaim that they got this gift just for you and forgot that the recipient was around when you originally got the present—well, that's just distaste. Well, yeah, I, I agree that that you got it when you regift, you got to make. sure you're giving it to somebody that has absolutely nothing to do with the person that gave it to you in the first place come on guys really you gotta really think this one through any gift that you get Any gift that you decide to re-give You gotta make sure That the other person that gave it to you Is completely separated From the person that you're giving it to And definitely It's not in the same party or It's not an event that they That the, that the person that gave it to you Is also going to be attending as well That's not smart at all You know So So you gotta keep those things In mind when you're thinking about re because we've all done it come on guys you know we have but yeah that is that's a bad gift idea and the number one the number one worst gift idea according to this list of 10 awful christmas gifts that nobody wants to get and i'm gonna say nobody should give is statement mugs statement mugs what we've all got statement mugs before too another mug now original (laughs) this one's even got an inspiring statement on it saying do all things with love I'll go great it'll go great in the back of the cupboard sitting along with the 20 other mugs that (laughs) either say it actually Wine in here or don't talk to me Before I finish my coffee Come on buddy Nobody needs another mug Yeah I think that's another bad gift idea As well So the number one uh, bad gift Or awful gift That nobody wants to give And I'm going to add nobody wants to give is statement mugs statement mugs so we we've got a whole cabinet full of statement mugs that we've gotten from somebody believe me I know and uh but but people like to drink coffee I'm not a coffee drinker per se but uh you know at some point you got to say you know okay uh enough is enough I I didn't got this is my last mug <laughs> You know, I, I I didn't got I this is my tenth mug, you know, and I didn't got uh, over the Christmas holiday, so uh, you know I'm 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 good on mugs. <laughs> But um, but I I'd like to know what your thoughts are about that. What 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 are some of your bad? What are some of your awful gift ideas or gifts that you might have gotten as well? We'll post this article on our Facebook fan page and even on our Instagram. Look, uh, we'd love to know what some of your awful gifts are for the Christmas holiday season. We've all given we've all gotten bad gifts, and yeah, some of us has even have been, even have even given some bad gifts as well. <laughs> we thought we would have some fun With uh, not only Donald Trump But with the idea of bad And awful gifts So I hope you guys enjoyed this segment Again if you enjoyed uh, the, I hope you enjoyed this Christmas edition Of the Thinking Out Loud Radio showing the topics that we discussed Again feel free to send us an email At contact at michaelnemons.com Or post your comments On any of our social media accounts On Facebook At think- facebook.com. Forward slash thinking out loud hq on twitter instagram at tol radio host msn we're getting ready to take our last break when we come back we're giving you our thought of the week entitled the greatest gift of all you don't want to go anywhere it's the thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back
3: vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library get your copy today available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com get your copy today Vision.
8: hey what's up everybody this is Jamel hill and you're listening to the thinking out loud radio show with my man michael nimmons stay live
0: The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.
3: You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial.
1: Tom, 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 Tom. So out loud radio show thought, 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 thought of the week. This week's thought is entitled The Greatest Gift of All. One of my favorite scriptures is found in St. John the third chapter verse 16, where the heart of this week's Christmas thought is found. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life the greatest gift you and I could have ever received was given to us by God himself when he decided to save mankind by giving the world his only begotten son Jesus the Christ it wasn't a gift that you could find at Macy's or Saks it wasn't a gift that came wrapped up with a nice pretty bow but instead it was wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger meager and imperfect packaging but its value far exceeded any gift that we could have ever been given God's love for us is so extraordinary His love for us is so phenomenal that it transcends all of our failures, our faults and flaws He loved us when we couldn't love ourselves He loves us even in the midst of our own mess During this holiday season, I'm sure we've shared in giving gifts. We typically give gifts with ulterior motives. We give gifts with strings attached. We give gifts expecting something in return. The value of our gifts is often determined by how we feel. Subsequently, the value changes with each gift we give because we may not feel the same way about each person we give gifts to. But thankfully, our God doesn't treat us like we treat each other. He loves each of us equally, and he expresses his love for each of us in the same way. God doesn't love one more than the other. He doesn't care for someone more than another, but he loves us all equally. And when he decided to give us a gift, he gave us the very best gift he could ever give. He gave us himself his gifts do not come with strings attached his gifts do not come with preconditions but God gave of himself to everyone in the same way so that we all could benefit from his magnificent gift of love and the magnificence of God's love is that it's given even when his love isn't reciprocated he loves us even when we don't love him he loves us even when we don't care about him he loves us past our imperfections he loves us past our mistakes he loves us in spite of ourselves he loves us more than we will ever know and this is why God's love is indeed the greatest gift of all entitled the greatest gift of all i know you're going to be getting and giving and receiving gifts during this holiday season but just remember that we've all received the greatest gift of all and that is the gift of love Thanks again for tuning in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, the Christmas edition. And again, wherever you're listening around the country or the world, guys, we want to thank you for taking time out to spend it with us on on the Christmas edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We appreciate each and every one of you we hope you have had a wonderful Christmas holiday and in just a few days we're going to be stepping over into a crossing over into a brand new year 2023 look out for a brand new episode from us we're going to be talking about new year's resolutions and we're going to be sharing with you some of our resolutions for 2023 guys we've got some great things in store for 2023 we hope you stick with us on the thinking out loud radio show and we definitely will stick with you you guys remember uh, to love each other during this holiday season because god loves you we appreciate each and every one of you we getting ready to get out of here but always remember if you think it you can believe it if you can believe it you can see it if you can see it you can be it. the power rests within you the mind's the most powerful muscle in your body use what you got to get what you want the power is in you it's the thinking out loud radio
0: show thank you for listening Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Want to be a guest on the podcast? Send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in each week for the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.